Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Reach for Your Stars podcast. My name is Natalia Masterman, and I'm really happy to be here today. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you all are having a really good day. I hope that your Monday is off to a nice start. My month has been pretty good so far. It's been really busy. I mean, as Capricorn season should be, and now that we're kind of getting closer into Aquarius season, it's like, okay, I'm ready to like kind of socialize and hang out with people and just kind of get more creative with my content. So, you know, definitely that transition from Cap season to Aquarius season, it's always an interesting one. It's like, I feel like I feel less like I want to grind, 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 and more like, okay, obviously I'll still work hard, but I also want to balance a little bit more, just socialize more and just work on kind of building my community and really having fun with it, which if you're not into astrology, this probably means absolutely nothing to you. But uh, if you get it, you get it. So I am going to just today talk actually about my career and I wanted to share my personal trainer story, just basically how I became a trainer, why I love it, the benefits, the rewards, And also just um, the advice that I would have for future trainers so that you can best decide if being a trainer is suitable for you. Because yes, being a trainer is a wonderful job, but it is not for everybody. There's definitely, I guess, misconceptions or misunderstandings that people tend to have when they're interested in becoming a trainer. And I just want to give you the most honest advice that I can give you so that you can make, you know, just your best judgment and you can make an educated decision on whether or not getting certified and becoming a trainer is suitable for you. So first off, I'm going to share my story and just how I got into training, like how I got to where I am now. And and I will just start by saying that when I started my weight loss journey a few years back, I never imagined that I would end up being a full-time personal trainer who just gets to hang out at a gym and help people work on themselves. Being a trainer is actually a really big responsibility. You're working so closely with human bodies, and most of all, you are working with human beings, and you're pushing them out of your comfort zone, and you're helping them work through the mental blocks, and you get to help to improve somebody's quality of life. It is a job to really take seriously, but also, it's really fun. You know, you get to just be yourself, you get to build rapport, you get to really get to know your clients. I tell everyone I have the best job in the entire world, and I mean that. I genuinely love fitness. It is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, and the fact that I get to give back every day, just that means the world to me, and it makes me so happy, and it's it's a great job. I really enjoy it. It's I, I have no complaints here, but yeah, so I do get a lot of questions from aspiring trainers asking, how I got certified, how I got started, how I got my training job with no experience and tips I have, and I have a lot to share. And so I'm going to first tell you the story of how I how I got to become a trainer, just how the certification process works and advice I have so that you can determine whether or not being a trainer is something you'd be interested in. So first, let's start with just how I became a trainer or I guess the process of being certified. So I'm not gonna give you like my whole backstory, but to summarize, I lost a lot of weight a few years back and now I'm a very passionate weightlifter. If you are interested in hearing my story, I will link my YouTube video um, just in the show notes where I talk your ear off on that, but I don't want to get into all of that today. 
But I do want to start with where just my training story started, which was the summer of 2020. I was about a year into my fitness journey, and I realized that fitness was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I was at a crossroads period of life where I was willing to be really honest with myself on what I actually wanted. And for whatever reason, the idea of getting a personal training certification just kind of came to me out of nowhere, and it stayed with me for a while. So during that summer, you know, it was summer of 2020, obviously the pandemic was still pretty, uh, pretty much in its peak and I didn't have a steady job and I kind of just had the summer at home. So I figured, well, I have time. Um, I'll just take the class and get the certification and maybe it could be a side job because at the time I was pursuing academic research and was applying to grad school and I thought it was going to just be like a little side hustle, which is you know, laughable, but that was really my intention uh, going into it. I had no idea that it would just change my entire life for really the better. So what I started doing was just, I researched different certification programs. There's several, and honestly, any accredited program is going to be good enough. I did ultimately choose the National Academy of Sports Medicine, aka NASM or NASM, They just had a really good bundle deal for their certified personal trainer course, um, plus the exam, as well as their nutrition certification. Since I had an interest in both, I enrolled in both. In terms of price, I believe I paid about $2,000 total. I did choose a payment plan, so I didn't pay it all at once. I think I was billed like $150 a month for a year or so. And so like they do have options. So yes, NASM, and I think every certifying place does have payment plans and stuff like that. So you don't have to, you know, come up with over a thousand just out of pocket unless, you know, you want to and you got it like that. Um, So NASM has, NASM has options. You can take an eight-week guided course, which is what I did since I was really just getting started. I wanted to learn as much as possible. You can also do self-study. You can just pay to take the exam. But either way, they make you finish it all in a particular time period, usually in a six-month window, or else you do have to purchase an extension if you don't complete the exam within that time frame. I took the course from July to September of 2020, and I was learning a lot. And at this point, I was just learning how to lift, really trying to take my fitness journey to the next level. And I was really enjoying just the challenge that the course offered. I was learning a lot, and it was a really good experience. I was originally going to take the test in September of 2020, but life happened. Um, I was struggling a bit mentally at that time, to be honest. And then I ended up just with this ridiculous case of recurring tonsillitis. And I eventually had to get my tonsils out. And I didn't take the exam until I think two days before Christmas in 2020. I did pass the first time. The test is online. I took it from home. It's proctored. You have to get at least 70%. It's 100 questions, so you can get 30 wrong. And I would say that the exam isn't super challenging as long as you actually took the time to learn the material. But at the time, NASM's test did have a two-thirds pass rating for the first try. So you figure that one-third don't pass the first time, which is kind of a lot. And yes, you do have retest options. You might have to pay for it. I don't really know how it works now. It's been a couple of years since I took my test, but basically I got certified. I passed my nutrition course as well. The test isn't that hard. Just make sure that you understand like the muscular imbalances, like the back of your hand and that you actually study the material. Like again, it's really not that hard if you just come prepared. 
So I passed the test in December of 2020, but then January of 2021, I got my tonsils out, had to recover from that. And then in February of 2021, I started looking for training jobs. Again, just kind of as a side hustle while I also applied to grad school, just to get some experience and to occupy some of my free time. I think I applied to five training jobs before I got contacted for an interview. I just looked for jobs on like Indeed, just a job posting site, nothing too fancy there. And so my interview was at an LA fitness that was kind of close to where I lived. So it was very convenient. I remember I was so nervous going into that interview because I had no experience. And mind you, I went through my entire weight loss journey like during a pandemic. So I really hadn't seen people in a year and... I guess just suddenly being the example of fitness when that just wasn't my life for the longest time or before the pandemic, just it was very weird to me just going into a gym being like, give me a training job. Just that was very surreal to me. So I was so nervous, but I just focused on sharing my story and sharing my passion and that I was willing to learn. And the training director took a chance on me and hired me. He trained me a lot. I shadowed him a lot. I was very intimidated, but from the bat, I was learning a lot every single day. And so, like I said, getting into a training job after a pandemic when I had just went through a dramatic weight loss journey and I never really mentally processed like the fact that my life would be different from then on. Yeah, imposter syndrome definitely crept in. I would overthink all the time. I would get so nervous at work, but I just kind of used that like fake it till you make it approach. I told myself I was a good trainer and I started to believe it and eventually that became my truth. So the whole fake it till you make it thing, it really does work sometimes. I will also say I had beginner's luck for sure. My first few clients were really happy with me. They liked my relatability, that I was patient, that really worked in my favor and my goal was to learn something with every session and I made plenty of mistakes. I had plenty of mess sessions, but you have to have those as a trainer to just learn better. And after a while, just I really got in the flow of it. And it was also really helping my own training as well. I ended up dropping out of grad school before I even started because I had no idea that it was possible to be this happy at work. I wanted it to be my full-time job. And so I did just that. And I have zero regrets about it. It's one of the best decisions I have ever made and just one of the most freeing decisions I have ever made. I've been working as a trainer for about two years now, and it's an amazing job. I have really loved it. Working at a gym is a lot of fun. In January of 2022, so a year now, I started a virtual training business and I've been building that. Virtual training is really fun because I make people workout programs and I give nutrition guidance and check-ins and we work on goals and it's really fun and flexible. I love that I can do it anywhere and I really want to take that full time just hopefully in the next year just because, you know, I really want to be able to just work anywhere. I want to be able to travel as much as I want, but still work, still serve others and still just like keep keep up like what I am doing. I don't want to quit training. I just am outgrowing gym training a little bit, if I'm being honest, just because I've been doing it for a couple of years and I would like to just move forward and just keep being more flexible and just create more flexibility and freedom in my life. Plus, I'm also working on other things like fitness content creation. I came out with my first workout guide, the Show Up For Yourself eight-week guide to kickstart your fitness journey. Link in that is in the show notes if you're interested. I also just have a lot of other ideas in the works and I've been working on YouTube, this podcast, honestly, TikTok, and just with being a trainer, there's been a lot of opportunities. 
you can work in person, you can work virtually, you can do a little bit of both. There's a lot of different gyms out there with different niches and there's so many things out there, but you just have to take the initiative and go find them. So that's my story. And now I'm going to share my top tips for aspiring trainers, just things I wish I knew, things I think anyone interested in being a personal trainer needs to know before they decide to just move forward with their certification. Or maybe if you are certified but haven't really started getting experience yet, this is also for you. I have nine tips that really I think every aspiring or beginner trainer needs to know. Number one, where you're certified does not usually matter that much. In general, most public and private gyms won't really care. Some programs offer slightly different curriculum, but anything that's accredited is going to be fine. NASM is solid, so is ACE, uh, ACSM, ISSA. Honestly, don't overthink it. Just pick one and pass the test and you're set. Getting the certification is step zero. Seriously, just if you have a specific gym in mind that you want to work in, then maybe ask that gym if they prefer a particular certification over the other, but most of them aren't really going to care. So yeah, don't overthink the certification process. Just get the certification. Number two, this is so important. Don't be a trainer just because you think it'll be cool to hang out at a gym all day. It is cool. It's super fun, but the gym can also get really fucking old if you don't find work-life balance. And if you don't have anything you like doing outside of the gym, then yeah, you're going to burn out. So yeah, working at a gym is fine. It's really fun, but create balance. Do it early. Just, just trust me on this one, okay? Yeah. So number three... Realize that you can't train everyone the way you train yourself, especially at public gyms. You're going to be working with people from many walks of life. They may have injuries and balances, you name it, and you can't train everyone the same. Everyone has different preferences and needs, and you have to be adaptable and well-rounded. I mean, at least at first. And like, just because you like training yourself, that doesn't mean you're going to like training other people. That's really important. Just because the gym is your hobby doesn't mean that you're meant to make it a career. It's not, it is not for everyone. Number four is also a big one. Social skills are way more important than what you know. You're going to learn so much along the way, but being patient, having empathy, being personable, not taking it personally when your client is in a bad mood or seems down. This is a social job first and foremost. You're working closely with humans and there's a lot of responsibility there. Honestly, I learned how to lift and how to instruct clients from my own training, my own research, and getting the certification is step zero, but having good social skills is everything. It is the most important part besides just having basic common sense and caring for the client and their safety. Number five is you will never feel fully ready, so you just have to jump into it and start and realize that you're going to learn a lot along the way. You have to start somehow and just don't wait for the perfect time. Create the perfect time. Number six, there is money to be made in training, but it might be a really slow grind, like really slow. Some trainers do get lucky and they end up working at a pretty busy gym with a busy workload right off the bat. But for most, it might take time to build up your clientele, which is actually really nice when you're just getting started. It's way less overwhelming, but also way less money. It honestly took maybe six months for me to make enough money to pay all my bills. 
And now I have multiple streams of income from gym training, from home clients, virtual clients, Google AdSense, um, my own guide. Just my income comes from many places, not just one. Private gyms will in general pay more than public gyms, but it kind of depends. With virtual training, you're a business owner and you set your own prices and you're probably not going to be charging $300 a month when you're just getting started. I mean, if you are, good luck is all I'm going to say. So yeah, there is money to be made in training, but it takes time, okay? Number seven, I definitely recommend working at a gym first. Work with clients in person, learn more about biomechanics, and see trends in human movement because it is going to be so much easier to expand from there. So, for example, it's a lot easier for me to work with clients in a virtual setting now because I can use much better judgment with my programming. I can also limit a lot of guesswork. Plus, it's been really helpful socially. So seriously, if you're able to start training people in person, I highly recommend it. It's one thing to learn about the major muscular imbalances. It's another thing to see it in action. And the more you see it, the more you just kind of already know just like the common ways to resolve things. And you already can kind of roadmap and figure out things a lot faster just with experience. Number eight, start broad, then niche down. When you first start, you'll probably work with a variety of people with different needs, but after a year or so, especially if you're building a business, definitely niche down to two to three types of specialties and clientele. If you try to cater to everyone, you're not going to be as effective to your core group of people. Seriously, do not try to be for everyone. You are not for everyone, and that is your greatest strength as a trainer. So niche down, seriously. So number nine, finally... Never stop learning, but don't think that you have to know everything. So going back to niching down, uh, you don't have to be an expert at anything. For example, I have never tried Olympic weightlifting in my life. Therefore, I'd make a really bad Olympic weightlifting instructor. So if someone's interested in that, I'm not the trainer for them. Also, I am not very knowledgeable in particular sports, so I should not train competitive sport athletes. They are better off with other trainers. But I am pretty knowledgeable in powerlifting, women's hypertrophy, and weight loss, so I'm a great trainer for people who are interested in that. Stick to what you know and build on that. Don't try to learn everything unless you have a really genuine interest in that discipline. Like, that's one thing. But don't do something just because you think that you have to. It is so much better to just get really good at being the best trainer you can be for your niche than trying to be for everybody. So I hope that you found that these nine tips helpful. I really do feel like being a personal trainer is a more complex job than people give it credit for, but it's also really rewarding. It's also really fun. It can be profitable. It's very flexible. Usually, if you don't like your average nine to five, then this is a really great job. I really hope that this was helpful. Please let me know if you have any questions or if you want me to elaborate on anything else. I am always happy to talk about my experience and my advice as a trainer. I want you to make an informed decision when deciding to get certified because, yes, being a personal trainer, super wonderful job, but it's not for everyone. Anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I really do think that just choosing a career and choosing one that you're happy with, that's so important when it comes to showing up for yourself because you're going to spend so much time and energy at work. And so you may as well do something that you like. Obviously, there's going to be bad parts or downsides to every type of job, but you're so much better off working something or doing something with your day that you, in general, are really happy and really fueled by. I really think that it's important to have a job that you enjoy and 
just life is too short to be drained 24 seven because you hate your job. And I know that that's the case for a lot of people. And it was for me for a long time too. And it's not a fun way to live. And so just if you're looking for something new to pursue, even if it's just like a side hustle, or if you are looking for something that like really makes you happy, my best advice is to just go for it. Take it one day at a time. You never know what it, where it could take you. My personal training job started off as just a certification I was going to get and maybe just kind of do make it like a part-time thing. I had no idea it would end up being my full-time job and I would be here. So just you never know. It's always worth trying. Anyways, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you next week for the next episode. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please leave a rating. Please leave a comment or review. It really does. I really do appreciate it. It really does help with the podcast. It helps me to reach out to more people. So your support is so, so appreciated. I will see you all next week. And you have just the most wonderful day. You are so worthy. You are so capable. And you are so deserving of the life that you want to live. Thank you.